Hi, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker with FilmmakingStuff.com, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Hello from Los Angeles, California. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be sharing filmmaking information. And more importantly, I'm happy... Uh, to hear from those of you who have taken the time to write me an email at jason at filmmakingstuff.com. Um, it's surprising to me just how much over the past few years uh, filmmaking stuff has grown. And I'm just more than grateful you know, that I can be a part of your own filmmaking endeavors. I'm now getting email from all over the world. And I tell you, there's a lot of you out there that are now employing modern movie-making strategies. And you're not waiting around for Hollywood to give you permission. And I commend you on that. Uh, today, because I have so many different emails out there, I think one of the best things I can do is answer emails in my podcast. And if you're somebody who sent me a question, I haven't gotten back to you for a while. Uh, I may very well um, include your question in these podcasts so that not only you benefit, but everybody gets to benefit. So one of the questions uh, that I got today was about press releases. It came from a woman who I've been in correspondence with uh, for a while, a faith-based filmmaker, actually. Um, and she asked me whether or not press releases are relevant to independent, no-name filmmakers. And to that, she also added that she was on a filmmaker forum, and she'd asked the question out there. And, of course, you know, there's a lot of these people in the film industry that are living in the old paradigm. I call them dinosaurs. You know, they're these old-timers. And, you know, nothing against them. Their intentions are good, but their, their information is, like, so outdated. You know, and you've probably dealt with a lot of them. So uh, there's a school of thought out there that's still living in the past that says that you should never send a press release out unless you have something newsworthy to say. Now, while I agree with that 100% that you should have something at least interesting to say, the idea of newsworthiness is subjective. Uh, what's newsworthy to you may not even be worth anybody else's time to read and vice versa. Now, you may have something that you think is not newsworthy and I would find it incredibly interesting. So, but before I go there, you got to ask yourself a question. What has changed in the media? What's changed in the media? Where do you, where do you receive your news? Do you wait for the nightly news to find out what's happening in the world around you? Or do you go on the internet and you search it out? You probably have a news site, your favorite blogs, your favorite sites where you go to get updated daily. Well, guess what? There's about a gazillion different news sites out there right now, and everybody, it seems, has their preference in terms of what kind of news they want to receive. And where do they get, where do these sites, these gazillion sites out there, get the bulk of their content? They get it through press releases. Press releases that come to them syndicated from online press release submission services like prweb.com. So, the way it works for independent filmmaker is I have a movie or I have something that I think is newsworthy to share with the world. So I'm going to write a press release. I'm going to head on over to prweb.com. I'm going to pay the upfront cash. It's usually a couple hundred bucks to submit a press release. That press release then goes out through the reputable site, prweb.com, in this example, it goes out through something called Real Simple Syndication, which sounds a lot like this. And that information that you submit one time gets syndicated out over hundreds, and in some cases thousands or tens of thousands of websites that are all picking up these RSS feeds. 
which means that if you're creating a zombie movie or a faith-based movie or any other type of movie, you owe it to the news-consuming world to get your information out there. So no, press releases are not losing relevance. And I'm sorry if, if there, you know, there's people out there that believe that we're still living in a world where you have to ask permission, but you don't. You don't have to ask permission to make a movie. You certainly don't have to ask permission to promote a movie. I promote everything. I'm sure you know that by now. You've been listening to me for a while. You've probably seen my stuff. So just ask yourself, you know, what would Jason do? You know what I mean? What would I do? And the truth is I wouldn't wait around for somebody in some forum, some troll, to tell me that I'm not allowed to send out a press release because he thinks I'm not, I don't have newsworthy information. That's not the case. And in fact, you should be utilizing press releases because there's a couple of other benefits to it. If you go out and create something called anchor text, which I won't get into right now, but I will get into it at some point, um, you create anchor text, right? And you put that in your press release. That's a link back that's related to a keyword that people are actually searching for. So now you have this anchor text that's out there. It's being syndicated across possibly tens of thousands of different websites. And somebody's out there looking for a search term that you're trying to target. Like in one example, zombie movies. Wouldn't it be great that if, you, if they were out there looking for zombie movies and that was what your press release revolved around, that your press release content would come up with a link to it that said zombie movies and they click on that link and it takes them back to your movie website and out of the people that click on that link, a couple of them actually you know, click through and buy your movie on like Amazon or iTunes. Wouldn't that be pretty cool? Or maybe you're streaming it through Hulu. Maybe you have a, an environmental documentary on Hulu and you take people back to your website through your press releases and guess what? There they are on your site and you're selling movies. So no, press releases are incredibly relevant. Every filmmaker should be sending out press releases. Every filmmaker should have a blog. Every filmmaker should have a Twitter account. Every filmmaker should have a Facebook page, not just for their movies, but also their production companies. And all of these various different virtual pieces of real estate should be interconnected so that you can build a virtual empire for yourself and your movies. Now, I talk about this stuff an awful lot in one of my programs. Uh, you can check that out at howtosellyourmovie.com, howtosellyourmovie.com. Uh, it's all about creating an internet footprint, building an audience for yourself, utilizing press releases. That's certainly one strategy you can use, but there's a gazillion others. And the whole goal is so that when somebody's out there looking for search terms related to your movie, that they eventually find their way to your movie and they're a semi-targeted um, audience member, that a, a percentage of them are actually going to buy your movie. So, you know, I get this question a lot whenever I'm giving talks at uh, universities and various film festivals and panel discussions and workshops. And the question's always related to when should I start doing this? I haven't even made a movie. And my response is right now. You know, right now you should start marketing it. There's a lot of people out there that are developing a concept for a company and they're developing a website even before they built the product. Why aren't you doing that for your movie? Why aren't you out there touting the fact that you're a filmmaker? Why aren't you out there talking about some of the movie projects that you have in the works? Why aren't you building your internet footprint? What are you waiting for? Oh, you, you want, you, you, you're waiting for Hollywood. You're waiting for Hollywood to come and discover you. 
You're out there sending query letters and asking people permission to give you permission to work in this industry. You know, if making movies wasn't so sexy, I doubt people would ask permission to do it. You know what I mean? It's so funny. It's like if you wanted to, I'm trying to think of, a, of an analogy here. Like let's say that you wanted to cook hamburgers in a fast food joint for a living. You know? W- would you send letters to people saying like, hey, I'd really love to come and work your hamburger stand and I'll do it for free because I really want to know how to do it. Ah, come on. Guys and gals, if you want to make a movie, really simple. One is stop asking permission. Ask yourself this question. Given the resources that I have right now, what is the movie that I'm going to make this year? You ought to write that down and answer it. You ought to write that down and answer it. That is the one question that once I, once I answered it, changed my life. Started making movies. Given the resources that I have right now, what is the movie that I'm going to make this year? And this is the real difference, you know. Um, unless you consider yourself to be a modern movie maker, you know, you're in the past. You know, you're a traditional movie maker. You're an old timer. Somebody that wants to wait around. Hoping that the world's not changing. I mean, come on. You don't want to be one of those people. I know it's scary. I know it's scary to some of you. But there are tools out there. The tool at howtosellyourmovie.com, for example, is helpful. But there's a website called filmmakingstuff.com. You can visit it. Um, There's over 400 articles of useful filmmaking tactics. I want you to succeed. I want you to make a movie. I want you to stop asking permission. And, you know, don't spend any more time debating with people in these online forums. If they're not giving you any useful information, then bail. And, yeah, maybe there's guys out there where, where they might try a marketing tactic and it doesn't work for their movie. But maybe their movie revolves around purple pine cones. And you've got to ask yourself, is your movie any good? Is your movie idea even interesting? I mean, that's one of the things that a lot of people in my position are afraid to ask. You know, I'm obviously not. I just asked it. But... You know, sometimes there are movies and they're just not that good. So you got to ask yourself whether or not you even have a good concept for a movie. That still holds true, regardless of how you market it. Anyway, uh, I don't, I don't want to take up all your time. What I want you to do is stop listening to me right now. Answer this question. Given the resources that I have right now, what is the movie that I'm going to make this year? And if you're hearing from me for the first time, welcome. I'm Jason. I run the website filmmakingstuff.com, and I try to answer emails whenever you send them to me, Jason, at filmmakingstuff.com. And if you have been listening to me for a long time, why don't you do the filmmaking community a favor and uh, send them a link to this podcast. Send uh, three of your filmmaking friends a link to this podcast, and, and uh, but only do it if you think they're going to be modern movie makers. If they're, if they're looking for somebody to give them permission, if they're waiting for somebody to respond to their query letter, you know, they're probably just not like us. They're not, they're not the same type of filmmaker. And that's what we've got to think about, guys so, and gals. Um, <laughs> I always say guys, but I mean like guys and gals. So I hope you get that. Anyway, it's been a pleasure, and, and I want to wish you well. But I don't want any laziness. I don't want any more of these emails where you're asking me to send you a million bucks. It's not going to happen. What I want you to do is answer this question. Given the resources that I have right now, what is the movie that I'm going to make this year? Talk to you soon.